You're listening in the mix with Trent on on demand. Fair warning. Um, I'm not nice and I don't seek to be respectable. I'm not asking y'all for anything because y'all can't and won't be both my savior and my oppressor. So I'm not here begging anything of soulless white folks and self-preserving black folks. So I'm going to spend the next two minutes reading y'all for a filth, something I'm sure nobody has ever done. You know what time it is. It's time for In the Mix with Trent. A conversation you didn't know you needed from your Keep It Real friend. I know a lot of folks are uncomfortable talking about black, gay, male. Well, here's the thing, too. I mean, what do you need to take out? Do you take out the man? Do you take out the gay? Do you take out the black? And now, the one, the only, Trent Jackson. Oh, my God, that's me. (laughs) Shit. It's so weird that... uh, Can we figure out how this is going to work? Because I am recording live remotely. I hear the delay. Can you guys cut it off for me? Yes, I can hear the delay. It's really weird. Um, I've got Malik back here looking at me like I'm a complete nut job. (laughs) I mean, because he did fly with me here. So Um, I'm still in Houston. Thanks so much for listening. You're in the mix with Trent live streaming on BKT Radio and all like that. Super weird. So weird. Um, it has been an eventful weekend. I hope that I don't cry during this episode. <laughs> Trying to be real cool. Um, and I hope that the delay doesn't mess up too much. Hopefully, Tay, um, you can play with the knobs back there to make me sound like I'm actually sitting in front of you or something like that. Um, whatever. But anyway, you're in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Monday. I know how you guys feel about me not being at work on Monday, so I had to do something, right? And I said that I would last week. Thank you so much for listening. Live streaming on BKT Radio. Back in a second. You're listening to In the Mix with Trent. What up? On demand. You are back in the mix with Trent. Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify On Demand. Um, the fun, you know, first of all, technology is so interesting. Um, we did, um, one of these things last week when I was sick at the house. So it's, it was a different, different setup, but the same, I guess it was the same kind of setup. Um, you know, whatever they fucking use to, um, connect the dots and all like that. (laughs) It's fascinating, but I need a different mobile setup than what we have. It's to to feel more comfortable. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. You guys are concerned about the show. So let's do the show. Let me just say that, um, I am so full, not a food, but of love and just good energy. Um, I saw someone that I had not seen in 20 years. And we've kept in touch this whole time, and I'm getting emotional just kind of thinking about it. We've kept in touch this whole time. 
way before Facebook and Twitter and all this stuff was a thing. And we kept up so much good stuff in college. And she was like a, I don't even know, a best friend, a sister. We just clicked right away. Some people just get you and others, they, they you know, take some time. But we clicked right away. And just even talking to her this weekend, um, spending the entire weekend with her, just it's, um, excuse me, it really reminded me of the beauty of friendship. And So many other things that I can't even process right now because, number one, I'm emotional because I just saw her like 10 minutes ago and she just got on the plane and went back to New Orleans. So that's number one. Um, Number two, because we hadn't seen each other in 20 years, it had, I just literally picked up right where we left off. And I suppressed the emotions that came along with, um, saying goodbye 20 years ago because I don't think I really ever told the story of how I left Southern. And for me, it was the worst thing that could have ever happened to me at the time. Like, I thought it was the worst thing ever. Um, I was away from home for the first time, going to school, and it's what I wanted to do. I was studying journalism. I wanted to be a TV news anchor. And that is the place where I was making it happen. Um, That's where I laid the groundwork. I only spent a year there. I didn't graduate from, as you know, I graduated from UDC, but I started at Southern. And the friendships that I forged at that place um, were not only lifelong, but they were just sustaining. um, They sustained me all these years, because that was the literally the first time in my life I had met people who were just as excited and interested in what I was doing as much as I was. They they literally believed in me. It's also the place where I got my first professional writing experience for the paper. And writing for that paper, child, that was drama within itself. They did not like anything I had to write. Um... <laughs> But one of my good friends, Oshika, um, who's now married, her name was Williams before. Um, we we uh, hung out this weekend and we got together with my other good friend, Brandy, who I call Brandon. You guys, I talk, I did a whole show about Brandon. So me, Brandy, and Oshika, we hooked up and it was... I didn't realize how much I had needed that. We had not been in the same room since 2001, literally. Um, and it was just beautiful. So I literally had like an out-of-body experience Saturday night. <laughs> High out of my mind. <laughs> On my own supply. <laughs> and I really couldn't believe that I was experiencing my friends having dinner in our adult lives, all this time later, and we still look the same, and we still treat each other the same. We're still the same people after all the crazy stuff that we've gone through and triumphed over. 
And it was just beautiful to experience that because I almost thought that when I left Southern, I would never see these people again. And I don't know why I thought that. Maybe just because of the way that everything went down and the way that I felt the rug was snatched from under me. And I couldn't, you know, feel a dream. But so many things were... I've been crying on my shows a lot lately. What the fuck is going on? Can we get out of Scorpio season for a second? It's like a whole meltdown. I can't. But for some reason, I think because of the way that everything went down, that I would never see these people again. And because I had so many dreams and, and things attached um, to that situation, it wasn't literally until now that I have a complete understanding that everything happens in its own timing, in its own way. And delay is not defeat. And once you connect with somebody, like a real connection, the kind that existed before social media and all this bullshit, um, once you have a connection with somebody, no matter what happens, no matter how much time goes by, it's, it's still there. And that felt so good because you go through life, you go through friends, you go through situations, so many losses, so many gains. But it feels so good and surreal to be in a room with people that you've known for 20 years, like since I was 19. And it was a testament for me to so many things because, number one, I survived. I never gave up on my dreams and I've still got friends somewhere. Yeah! And this, that just, for so many times, when you've been told you've been, you're wrong your entire life or something's wrong with you because you're fat or because you're gay, um, and you're told that people don't want to be your friends. And it proves itself time and time again. When the opposite actually happens, not only is it life-altering, but it's a mindfuck in a sense because your brain is telling you that you're totally capable of something. Your brain wants played a trick on you and told you that you weren't even capable of achieving. So this weekend was a lot. It was a lot in a good way. It was, I learned so much about myself, more about myself. I learned so much more about my friends. And I'm just so grateful to be in this space and this place and to have experienced all the stuff that I've experienced because when you really sit down and look back at everything and survey it for what it is, um, you not only realize how blessed you are and how covered you've been, but how much you've succeeded and won. And 
it's just small things. Being able to go out of town and meet up with friends that you haven't seen and not skip a beat. Everybody doesn't have that. And I'm grateful, so very grateful. Even though this weekend um, in Houston was um, dramatic as fuck, I wanted to talk about, yeah. I wanted to talk about the good stuff first. And the good stuff is I have my health, I have my friends, and I was able to reconnect with people I've known since I was a kid. And I can't even really articulate why that's making me so emotional, but I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. And that's the only thing I can come up with. So give me a minute to regroup. Thanks for listening. You're in the midst of Trent. Live streaming on BKT Radio. Back in a second. You're listening to In the Mix with Trent. What up? On demand. You are back in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. Live streaming on BKT Radio and Spotify On Demand. I had to take a minute to get my shit together. <laughs> um, but I have never been more. Um, I think this is this weekend. Um, Saturday night was one of the best um, days of the year. More so much than my birthday. <laughs> and the older you get, I think it's. Um, you know, I'm on the edge of 40 and, you know, it's, you know, life is a learning experience and you learn so many things, who your friends are, um, you know, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, all those sorts of things. And, you know, this weekend, one thing I learned is or thought about um, really is that we never really talk about um, the work that it goes into to maintain friendships. Friendships are like relationships. They're intimate without the sex. Um you go through things just like as you would in, with, a, with a partner or a family member. And we just don't talk about those ups and downs um, enough about friendship and the things that make friendship work. And it's so very interesting. Um, I haven't watched the episode of Insecure last night because I was so tired. Um, and there was some drama in our hotel. Me and Oshika were trying to watch it, but our our hotel offered uh, HBO. But when we look um, turned the HBO on, it was actually Showtime. <laughs> so I ended up watching Dexter, which I had never seen before. Like, I knew about Dexter, but I was like, you know, I'm not trying to really pay attention to a white man slaughtering up people. <laughs> I mean, isn't that a triggering enough for a black person already? I mean, come on. <laughs> um, so I watched a little bit of that, and then, like, I went to sleep and just laid out because I was, you know, been so tired and jet-lagged. And, you know, when you're full of emotion, whether it be good or bad, it's exhausting. Um... And again, I hadn't seen these girls and it was just such a good time that I'm still reveling in the moment in all honesty. Um, and I just wish there was a way that we talked about friendships more and, and, and everything that it takes to maintain and go into them. And shout out to Issa Rae. I'm so proud of her for even exploring that this season in, in, in Insecure. And 
I'll eventually watch. I'll watch it tonight on the plane so I can talk about it tomorrow. We have a guest coming into the studio tomorrow. You've heard her come on before. She's hung out in the studio before. Friend to the show, um, former um, city council nominee of Montebello, Joella Valdez. <laughs> what? You, what is... Yeah, she's coming back. She's a messy good time. And that's what we love on the show. She's all the time. She went to the Q-Sweat concert and got into a fight on Saturday. Or almost got into a fight. Yeah, I gave her the tickets. You know, she took the tickets that I was supposed to use um, before I got sick. So she ended up going and she was giving me a blow-by-blow and a play-by-play as it was happening. So I was like, oh, this sounds like something that you could come on to the show Tuesday when I'm back in town. And you can um, talk all about it and we can just keep up the hijinks and maybe talk about whatever. I don't know. So there's that. Um, But... Where, do I even just jump into it? How are you, Tay? You, you good? Okay, good. So, um... <laughs> FaceTime me so I can see you. Um, what was I going to say? Friendship, it's a beautiful thing. Um, and, you know, I, this weekend I learned where I stand with people. Let me just tell you how I even got to Houston in the first place. So let me just clear it up now. Um, if you hear anything about me being at the Astro World Festival, look, anywhere near it, hang out with people who allegedly were supposed to perform there. I'm not talking about it. It's I have enough legal issues going on. And what I will say is a very unfortunate event. It's tragic. It's horrible um, that that happened. There was negligence. Um, and I, I'm very glad to know that at least the people that were involved in from from my own from my own observation, okay, being on the ground in the city and orbiting the situation. If this had been LA, trust and believe that the parties that were already planned and in place to take place after the events would have still ensued. Without any interruption, they they would have still partied in L.A. Because on, on the strength of Whitney Houston, rest in peace, we had a whole ass party above her dead body. So to the people in Houston or the promoters or whomever just that took the L. Thank you for taking the L and not having any parties or at least inviting me to any of them. Because, you know, I would have. Because, yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's it's horrible when there's loss of life the way that it was, especially particularly over negligence. Um, and not to say that could have been avoided, because any time that there is um, num- mass number of people like that, there's, there's going to be some shit. And you can't prevent anything from happening. You don't ever think it's going to get as wild as it as it got. But, you know. Don't rope me into it. Don't ask me any questions. I don't know. Anyway, it was my... um... It was an acquaintance of mine that I went to... Me and Oshika went to college with this girl, too. 
I did not like the way that she treated me. Um, I can't speak for anybody else, but I'm just going to keep this the way that it applies to me. And I know I'm not crazy because I, um, I had dialogue about this just to make sure that I was not overreacting. But please don't ever in your life, if you're listening, and I hope that you are because you love listening to the live show. And people love the show until it's about them. And it's like, when are people going to take responsibility for their actions and the shit that they do? Um, because I'm a fair person. I'm a good person. I'm pretty even kilter most of the time. <laughs> My mother worked hard and sacrificed so much to raise me and to be the person that I am. You can't take that from me. I'm a solid person. I treat people with respect. And because I've been disrespected and mistreated my entire fucking life, I go out of my way to make sure that people feel welcome, to make sure that they feel um, embraced, respected, safe, all those things. And I would never in my life have any of my people that I consider friends or otherwise fly to Los Angeles from a different state for a quote unquote 40th birthday party that was completely it was trash. Don't child. It was the worst event that I've been to in recent memory. Please don't ever have me fly to Houston only to ignore me and act like I was some type of second rate motherfucker. That you flew me to. Well, you had me fly to Houston and then barely spoke to me. And as trifling and as tacky as just as your party was. The shit looked like it was thrown together. It was com a completely misleading event. Uh, it was a waste of my time. And had it not been for Brandy and Oshika, because what I what I will accept is that God used this woman in her 40th birthday party as a catalyst to reconnect me and my friends. And sometimes God does things like that. What does he say? Works in mysterious ways. <laughs> This is that mysterious way. I'll talk more about this in a second. You're in the Mr. Trent live streaming on BKT Radio. Yeah! And Spotify on demand. Thanks for listening. You're listening to In the Mix with Trent on, on demand. You are back in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. Um where we where did we leave off? I was talking trash about somebody. Child, so yes, let me tell you. She done had this 40th birthday party with this box wine, deviled eggs and crap. What nothing, what nothing matching or going together, child. Everybody was stiff as fuck. She had on this long ass horse ponytail that she had the nerve to throw at me when she saw me. Didn't even speak or really embrace me. But let's back up to when I first got here. Actually, let's back up a week ago. When I called this girl on the phone and I was like, so what's the plan, you know, for your birthday party? You know, we're, I'm flying in. You've got other people flying in, obviously. Um, and bitch, let me just say this right now while I'm thinking about it. Don't think that you all that and popping just because you know motherfuckers that flew in 
And this is how you treated us. Bitch, you thought that you was the motherfucking royal princess of Arabia, bitch. And we was your motherfucking servants. And we was about to be bowing down to you. I don't know why fucking Scorpio women have that um, that shit with them. That they want people to bow down and kiss their ass and do all that. Bitch, I'm not doing none of that motherfucking shit. Especially if it's out of order. And you're not even a good enough friend for me to cater to like that. Now, had it been Brandy's birthday, sure. She deserves that because we're friends. I know her mama, child. We done, we done went places together. We done had lunch. Girl, we have a we have rapport. Oshika's the same way, but Oshika got a husband, so she ain't got a you know. <laughs> but this, I called her on the phone a week before, and I was like, "What's the plan? What's going on? Do you have anything else planned? Like, what day can I take you to dinner?" She was like, "There's nothing planned." And I was like, "Okay, me and Oshika, we're gonna get the we're gonna stay at the same hotel. We can either go out Saturday night, and we'll take you out to dinner, or we can just do something at the hotel, however you want to call it. But like, let's book Saturday night." She's like, okay, all on board because she didn't have no plans or nothing to do. Friday, I hit her up. I said, can't wait to see you tomorrow. Minimal contact, right? Me, Brandy, and Oshika, we have been on the same page for the last week. We've been talking. We've been communicating. Can't wait to see you. It's been such a long time. X, Y, Z. We ain't even got to do nothing. I just want to see you. Just talking, you know, building up the anticipation, what people do when they get ready to see each other when it hasn't been a long time, right? I get here Saturday afternoon. Um, Oshika had already seen the girl Friday night. I guess they had hung out, but I heard it was some drama with that. It was weird with that. I talked to the girl Saturday afternoon, and I was like, oh, what's the plan? I'm in town. Um, you know, I'm just, and I'm like, hey, you know, me and Oshika, we're just at um, CVS getting some stuff. And I was like, we're going to probably go back to the hotel and just, you know, wait for you to do whatever so we can, you know, hook up. She was like, okay, I'll hit you up soon to let you know what the schedule is for, you know, so I'll tell you when I'm done and we can just hook up tonight. Great. Me and Oshika, we hook up. We just, we, we talk, we meet up with our other homegirl, Brandy, and, you know, we're, we text our, the girl, and at around six o'clock, there's nothing. So we go out for a little drink, and I said, okay, let's get a couple appetizers, and by the time, you know, that should be done, we should be hearing from her. Child, 6 o'clock turned into motherfucking 11.30 at night. We never heard from the girl. She never responded to our text message. And, bitch, we didn't even see her to her party yesterday. <laughs> she completely snubbed us after talking to us. And her attitude was, oh, well, you know, I guess well, you're with everybody else. So I guess you don't need me. Bitch, we flew down here for your birthday. And well, how the fuck is we going to hook up with you if you're not communicating and telling us where you are? <laughs> What the fuck we going to do, bitch? We going to turn to ourselves and we're going to have a goddamn threesome like we did. Are you fucking kidding me right now? Don't be fucking crazy. Don't be stupid and don't be foolish. So I hit her up. There's no response. I call her. There's no response. So you know what? I'm at this point. I'm like, well, she was out with friends. It's not like she's in a ditch somewhere. She probably getting dicked down, drunk and fucked. And two sheets to the wind with us. Fuck us. So when somebody writes me off and says, fuck me, well, bitch, fuck you back. And trust me, I weigh more than you, so I can fuck harder, deeper, and longer than you ever could. <laughs> Bitch, a grower, not a shower. But I can show you better than I can ever fucking tell you. <laughs> so we get to the, um, the fucking um, place. We walk in. The environment is stale as fuck. I'm looking around for her, and Oshika... Um, points her out. And she's like, yeah, there she goes over there or whatever. So I walk up to her and I was like, oh my God, hey, happy birthday. She's like, oh, hey. <laughs> Gave me the fakest, stiffest, coldest hug ever. 
Just like that fake ass horse she had attached to her fucking head. <laughs> and then barely, and, and it was not indicative of somebody that flew two states to see you. Bitch, first of all, let me tell you this. In, and, and I could attest to this. Any Look, when motherfuckers fly to a city to see me, if I'm not picking them up from the airport, I'm seeing them that same night. I'm in communication with them the whole weekend. I'm telling them, hey, look, I got an attitude. Look, I got to go to work. I'm sick. I'm not feeling well. Can't hang out. I always show people that come to L.A. an excellent time because that's what you are supposed to do with people that you consider friends. You communicate with them. You show up for them. You show out for them. You show them to a good time. I might not always be in the mood, but I show up for people. Ask Dr. Freeman. He will tell you how many times did he come to LA? Like, look, I got to work. I'm in a good, I look. I... But I at least wanted to take you out to dinner and see you because you're in town. This is, you know, and this is how you build rapport with people. This is how you invest in people. This is what you do. You show up. You just don't have people fly across any two states and then just act like, oh, they live down the street or you see them all the time. Bitch, if that's the case, quit motherfucking communicate with me and be a fan like everybody else. Because you treated me like I was one of your fans, bitch, and I'm definitely not. Not a fan of yours. Okay? So, I treat people with respect. I treat them nice. I'm supportive. And if this is the way that we're going to do business from here on out, bitch, welcome to 40. The future is 40, honey. And it doesn't include you. The shit that you just pulled got you canceled, baby. And I hope you like it. So you can take your ponytail and your gap tooth smile somewhere motherfucking else. Because I'm not interested. Because the shit that you pulled on me and my girls was real fucked up. You're listening In the Mix with Trent. On, on Demand. Oh, hey. You're back in the mix with Trent. Thank you so much for listening. Live streaming on BKT Radio. Are we already at the end of the show? Oh, so quick. Well, I've got a plane to catch, so <laughs> got to make sure I get back to L.A. tonight so we can hang out. I hope this airport lounge is um, as exquisite as the main hub in Atlanta. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate yeah! it. <laughs> Seeing my friends this weekend um, has renewed my joy my confidence so many things um embraced reinforced and there's just something magical about people that have known you since you were a kid and have grown with you there's nothing like that um i appreciate you for listening to this show because i talk about life i talk about the things that i go through i talk about the things that people normally don't talk about and for black people Telling stories and communicating and venting is, is, is a way of life for us. This is the way that we heal. This is the way that we share our stories and experience, you know? Um, it's just interesting that this year, 2021, has really made clear about who our friends are, who our, our families are, it's just been a master course in, in dealing with people more so than I've ever um, experienced in life. And even though things are often 
weird and not the way that I want them to happen. Things happen the way that they're supposed to. And what I do know is that when you ask for something in life and you go after it with vigor, everything that you go through until you attain that thing that you were looking for, it's an experience that's leading you to it and it's preparing you for the things that you asked for. So even in dealing with people, where I want to go, what I want to do is so important to know who even your remote acquaintances are and what they're capable of. So when a person takes a picture with you and they whisper in your ear, I'm selling this picture to TMZ. (laughs) Whether they were joking or not, it's where their intention lies. One thing I learned this weekend, you cannot force love on people. You can't make them accept love. And you can't make people see they are worthy of love. People flying out to see you. People leaving their homes, spending their money to come for you. You know, it's a lot to handle. But if you handle it the wrong way, it could leave you in a a worse position than you were in. It has nothing to do with me. This experience has not changed me. It's not going to change the way I love. It's not going to change the way I show up for friends or people. All it does is sharpen my eye about who I can extend and give the love to and for and who I can show up for. That's all it did. Thank you for that. It's a gift. Life is a gift. This whole weekend is a gift. This experience was a gift. And I accept and take all of it graciously. Because without it, I would not be a person of growth and it wouldn't enhance me. Thank you so much for listening to In The Mix with Trent. Let's do this again tomorrow at 12 noon. Thank you so much for listening. Let me run up out of here so I can go catch my flight. Tay, Omar, um, Justin, I will see you guys tonight. Thank you so much for listening to In The Mix with Trent, live streaming on BKT Radio. Thanks for listening. Hey, I'm Sean Harrison. Yo, you already know what it is, man. It's Big Sean. Yo, what's up? This is Too Short. Hey, I'm Mariah Carey. Holla at your folk. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yo, what's up? This is Robin Thicke. What's up, everybody? This is Cy Smith, and we are in the mix with Trent. On the mix.